0: yeah welcome to the overshare pamphlet my name is rob and i'm the host of this one Man show surprise merry christmas merry christmoist um yeah like you might be wondering what the fuck am i doing here um <laughs> well Bet you thought you had seen the last of me, right? <laughs> well, you are wrong, because I know last time I said that I was not gonna, uh, probably do an episode, but... I lied, I lied! I'm doing an episode midway through the week. It's just, like, a bonus special episode I'm doing just, um, uh, for, like, a little, like, Christmas treat for y'all, since I won't be recording for a couple of, like, for two weeks, basically. So, yeah, this episode will probably come out, I think it will come out, um... Uh, on the 25th, uh, 25th, actually, yeah. So, yeah, by then it will be already Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And, yeah, I wish everyone who's listening um, happy holidays, you know? Get with your family, eat food, get fat, do whatever you want, you know? If you don't want to eat, don't eat, don't eat, but you, you better eat, you know? You better eat. Anyways, wherever you are. I hope you're having a fun time. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm planning to do today a very special episode. I was thinking, what am I going to do? Am I going to do an episode, a normal episode? Can I swing that? I don't think I can swing that because I don't have enough time to record it. I need to pack up uh, eventually and do other shit. So, and I'm not going to be here on the weekend already. So, I'm going I'm to leave exactly on the weekend. So, I was like, mm, let me do something different, something special, something... Mm, You know, a girl has to be different sometimes. So, here it is. Bonus episode for Christmas. I thought, why not jump into a little time machine? And, yeah. Let's just reflect on the most ironic and iconic, honestly, moment in pop culture in 2023. So this is just my top ten that I chose i ranking this was such a such a hard hard task honestly because I didn't know <laughs> like all these moments well there were of course a lot more a lot more honestly so many more like iconic uh, moments from this year but yeah I had to choose narrow it down to ten um ten moments and I ranked them in the best way I could I yeah. Uh, this is just my ranking, so, if anything is left out, don't um, worry, it's not on purpose, it's just, you know, because I'm giving myself a little um, constraint, constraint, but yeah, I'm planning to basically do, yeah, this top 10 moments today um, from 2023 is gonna be, like, pop culture moments, like, either memeable moments or just, like, moments that impacted the culture, you know, this year, this year has been wild has been crazy i would say it's been a very female centric year actually like uh, 2023 was truly a a girl boss so yeah you're gonna see probably mostly like women in, in this in this top 10 mostly women rightfully so rightfully so but before we get of course into the top 10 let me get into the usual segment which is the um songs of the week and this time around i'm gonna do like a special one because it's christmas i'm gonna do like a christmasy version of the songs of the week it's only gonna be christmasy songs and um they're actually songs that i discovered (laughs) this week for real for real so um or that i've been listening to it uh to, to them like mostly this week so what am i talking about i'm talking about um first song on the list is gingerbread lover by avarice and chevy i don't know how to pronounce your names but ivorous and chevy probably that's how you say it but yeah the song is gingerbread lover it's a very cute like christmasy waltzy song very mellow very nice like the the uh, the last chorus like the outro part is just my favorite thing in the world it's very cutesy for a christmas song so yeah that like I discovered it while like while I was trying to find some cute Christmas songs to put on my Instagram post and I found this one and I was like mm, yeah So yeah if you want to feel cute if you want to feel like a cute little elf, go listen to this one. This is giving cute little elf moment um so <laughs> yeah I actually love gingerbread. I actually don't like gingerbread that much. But, you know, if it's a gingerbread from Shrek, then sign me to fuck up, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's the first song. It's very cute, very, um, waltzy, as I said. Very nice little, like, cute little vibe. Definitely recommended. Second song is from the Incredible Fruitcake EP by Sabrina Carpenter, and it's called Santa Doesn't Know You Like I Do. So, Sabrina's coming with hits, you know, this album, this EP specifically, is quite cute. I've listened to it, like, two weeks ago, when it came out, two weeks ago, I think it was. But this song is the best one. And this week, I returned to the EP in preparation for Christmas, and this was the shit. This was the best song ever. Has a bit of, like, a 70s vibe, but, like, one of those old, um... Like, you know when, like, the classic, um, most of the classic songs are written in, like, what is it, the 80s, the 70s, the 90s, some of those songs are, the the classic ones are from that time. Um, yeah, so this has a, sort of the same, like, um, nice little jingle vibe, and it's just, you know, so good. <laughs> the, the, um, the chorus is just beautiful, the beat on the verses is beautiful, so good, um, and sabrina kills it with the vocal i like the, the layering the harmonies she puts on the song she just ate this one is just um, a classic you know i hope uh, she gets more recognition because uh, with the christmas album because it's really good um very poppy very very slayful very girly very girly and it's just the lyrics are typical um christmas uh song honestly like yeah like, are you gonna leave me alone for christmas come home please let's just you know let's just get it on like it's just christmas time don't you dare leave me alone you fuck boy uh but yeah <laughs> i need to calm down what is wrong with me today today you started off on a roll honestly but let me drink some water <laughs> i need some water okay um uh, yeah <laughs> That's, that's the second song. Third song I have is, um, Winter Wonderland by Lauve. I think that's how you say her name. I think she, it's like a, was it like an Iceland, from Iceland? I think it, I think it might be that. Um, I, I, I listened to like so many times, like, um, her trying to say the name and it's just like so difficult to pronounce, but it's, I I think it's Lauve. Um, so go listen to it she's the jazz the jazz queen of 2023 in my opinion her album bewitched is just like so fucking good she's saving uh, jazz she's doing what taylor did for country she's doing the revival of jazz um, it's actually not like it is the album is jazz but it's like pop infused so it's like very dig- digestible in that sense so but yeah winter wonderland is uh, such a cute cute, cute like jazzy uh, Christmassy song um, but it came out in November, like, tw- November 23rd, I think it was, so, do with that what you will, you know? Yeah, if you want to feel, basically, uh, listen listen to his three songs, I want to shout out also, um, Baby Monster, K-pop group, they came up with an original Christmas song as well, I think it's fully in English, let me double check, what the fuck was it, Baby Monster, Uh, something like yeah it's christmas without you um oh it's it's a cover okay i don't fucking know i'm talking out of my ass but go go listen to it it's on youtube i think um but the girls are eating vocally they're just serving like what the fuck they're all so young like they're babies for real uh but the song is incredible um just pure bliss so yeah, you cannot stream it. Actually, this part of it, I think I don't, I don't think it's there. I checked uh, when it, the song came out, and it was not there. But it's on YouTube, and it's just good. it's just giving like uh, it reminds me of when Lil makes the cover of one specific uh, Christmas song. I can't remember the name because it came out like what ten years ago or something. Um, but yeah, same vibe because you're in the studio, you're singing next like, to tree. It's just so good, cute. Um, period. Yeah. So. Get in the spirit, get uh, get in the mood. It's com- this episode is coming out on the twenty fifth. Get in the mood and listen to these songs on the twenty fifth. And if you're listening to it later on in the week, just bop to the songs Either way, we just have like we still have um, New Year's uh, to celebrate. And even if you're listening to this episode, like what, like after New Year's, I don't fucking care. Go listen to these songs. They're always good. I'm the type of person who sometimes listens to "Santa, Can't You Hear Me?" <laughs> by Kelly <Yali> Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> even during the year even during summer for example because it's just it's just not good you know like cannot deny it when a song is good it's good it's timeless it's fucking incredible and i am a firm believer in uh, christmas nostalgia because um it's a real thing just how just the same way like you you get the summer sa- summer sadness as lana would say you also would get christmas uh sad- sadness you know like winter sadness whatever the fuck that is you know <laughs> i'm hyper today honestly probably because i had two tensings today but that does not matter um you listen to what the fuck i have to say and you just do it you know that's just the the rule of this uh podcast it's my kingdom my empire (laughs) damn i'm gonna keep it down a notch let me (laughs) now introduce the top 10 moments from 2023 so yeah as i said these are all pop culture moments meaningful moments i just want to go back to like you know a little bit of a time travel back to all the moments that you know enlightened our year gave us some like you know some time to reflect sometimes um and then other times to just you know have a good old laugh so yeah i'm gonna start off with the number 10 and i'm gonna uh, go up go up you know um so yeah let's start off with of course number 10 um you know just 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 because it's number 10 doesn't mean it's like the least favorite that i have but it is down there just because compared to the other uh, supermodels on this list she is just falling slightly short but she's still gorgeous she's still a so The number 10 on my list is, uh, Megan, the movie, um, horror slash uh, comedy movie, because it's still a comedy movie, in my opinion, but, yeah, it is the cuntiest horror comedy movie of the year, in my opinion, truly a revolution, I I would argue that it's probably the most organic movie of the year, like, she conquered, like, she had the smallest budget in Hollywood, um... She only had a ratchet wig and some TikTok moves. And she managed to build an empire out of that. You know, like, she just... <laughs> did a damn thing. Did a damn thing. And I want to mention Angela Bassett did a damn thing. I was not going to put it on this fucking list. Because it's just... I... I surely couldn't get it. Like, I got why like everyone started saying it for just, like, what? Two weeks or whatever, how long it was. But the cultural impact was not there, in my opinion. Angela Bassett... Um... I hope she's doing well <laughs> i actually don't know what, what to say to her but i hope she stays uh but yeah this this movie beautiful cuntiest horror movie ever um just you know i was actually siding with megan like who the who the hell wants to side with that um the auntie there like the that young woman the engineer who actually built the, the doll she's just annoying like she couldn't have any empathy for her uh for her niece and like she just didn't care like she just she was just awful i truly hoped that megan could kill everyone and just you know rule the world because she was doing a better job of raising that little uh, kid um than this like i can not remember even the name of the girl to be fair that's how like how forgettable she was but she gave us megan she built megan so i cannot really be too mad about like about it um yeah like megan slade she was just serving incredible looks as well like the the wardrobe for that doll was incredible there were times where i was like when i was looking at like a doll in the movie like when it was cgi um i was thinking in my head i don't know if there is any correlation in terms of like how the cgi looked because i I don't think it looked too bad but maybe it did i don't know (laughs) I was thinking of Renesmee from twilight the cgi baby like same fucking thing i don't know like it was giving me the same vibe i don't know why but i could see megan um in the twilight universe so yeah like that's probably one of the main reasons why i included her like in the list because she was like truly like i i it's, it's still i still remember to this day watching the movie in the, in the theaters and like laughing and having such a blast and also how much people loved the movie and it was organically you know um destroying the charts the charts you know like she was truly dominating the the horror like the horror genre and i think it was during was it close to halloween probably before halloween i can't remember but it was really like a a revolutionary movie in my opinion like so good like a good funny spin almost blockbustery in that sense. Like, I hope that if they do a sequel, because of the success of the movie, they get a bigger budget and they do, like, even more. Because, you know, the potential was extremely present in the movie. And it's one of those cute stories that I would love to see, like, to follow and see where it goes. So, yeah. um, Megan, um... Just keep going, girl. Like, (laughs) you're doing nothing wrong in my books. Um, She's just eating it up. Um yeah, this was, um, the best, like, top, top ten, she she had to, she had to, like, you know, be in the list, and she was, she's number ten, but don't worry, we have <laughs> even more to follow, to follow up, you know, number nine, <laughs> number nine is Gwyneth Paltrow's ski accident trial, now, like, Girl, I love me some good old trial um, on TV, and <laughs> especially when it involves celebrities. Now, I have to be completely honest: the accident itself, I don't fucking know how, like what it is about, and I, de- I didn't even like bother to talk because it was just like, I don't care. Like you know, I just don't didn't really care about the actual accident or whatever it involved. I just was there for my girl, Quinnith. You know, she's just. <laughs> Now, woman, if you don't know, I mean, I, I assume you know, like, Gwyneth Paltrow is just, like, insane. Like, she sells, um, like, vagina candles that, like, candles kind that of smell like her vagina. Or she sells, like, an egg that you should, like, put into your vagina or whatever it is. Like, she's just unhinged. She says the most random things ever. She was in the Avengers movies. So she doesn't even, like, remember filming them. Like, she doesn't even know which movie she's in. She's just unhinged she's just the, w- the weirdest person ever um so imagine my surprise when i heard that she was in a trial and i was like oh my god this is like w- the single most important moment in history that i have to follow i have to see what what the fuck is up you know so yeah she just was serving face the entire time in the trial she was just so <laughs> so funny that the issue itself like the, the trial itself it was just for such a minor like thing truthfully if it wasn't for um for Gwyneth or in general for any celebrity I wouldn't have even bothered to like check it out but yeah (laughs) this was the like go please check out like I don't know TikToks or YouTube's uh YouTube videos about about the trial like search the most um memorable moments like I'm sure you won't be disappointed like this girl this girl this woman sorry this woman asked for one dollar for compensation cunt she when she was going out she was whispering in terry sanderson's ear um saying i wish you well cunt she <laughs> she got a massage a massage after the incident cunt <laughs> and when asked about their the, her losses because of the accident she replied well We lost half a day of skiing. (laughs) (laughs) Can't Need I say more? She just... (laughs) She was just so, like, unbothered. Such a, like, white woman um, type of thing. You know, like, first world um, woman type of issue. Kind of love it. (laughs) It was televised. She was just serving uh, Kant. And even the... the, um, I can't remember if it was a, the her, her own attorney. Yeah, I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, when she was getting questioned by her own attorney, she was just like it. It felt like a SNL sketch to me. It was just so funny. Like, truthfully, uh, Gwyneth is just my 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 queen. You know, I have to support her. I have to support her whatever she does, even if she's the most unhinged person ever. Like, she does truly like some of the <laughs> the craziest um, things ever in the world. But I cannot help myself but being awe over um you know artistry i just want to call it artistry because that's what it is like you cannot be a normal person you have to be an artist to do all these like (laughs) shenanigans honestly but yeah this is my number nine like number nine was definitely a good spot for uh, gwyneth uh, paltrow's ski accident definitely nothing comparable to like the craziest thing she's done in the past but the mere fact that it was Fully televised, that it was in a courtroom, and he was just like you know serving cunt the entire time. I was like, you know what, this was topical for the year. This was truly something that I could not forget. So number nine goes to my queen, Gwyneth. So yeah, go check, check go 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 check it out. Like th- I'm sure there must be like some sort of um, like recap or something like still on YouTube. So. You will do yourself a favor. And you will thank me later as well. You know? Um, Amen. Now, let's move on to number 8. Number 8. My number 8 is... Britney's memoir. Now... This moment for me was more... Like, on the iconic. Definitely like more on the significant... Like, impactful moment for pop culture. More than the funny side. I mean, some good, um, some good stuff came out of it, but it was mostly, like, in general, like, a good remedication of her, um, of her, you know, of her, of her stance overall, like, she, of her, um, you know, fame, she just, like, I think it's the first proper time where we can actually have a, a great account of, um, her own truth, you know, her own side of the story, overall, like, like, the, to be fair, like, the entire story of her life like to be fair as of now we we did get like some interviews but it seems like up until the memoir everyone had always something to say about her her voice was always like muffled when it comes to her censorship and every other like issue that she had under the spotlight and you know she had to navigate it and she had to i I would say like if we didn't have her i don't think we would be in this point at this point in in the culture when it comes to like respect uh, towards women and just in general like a respectful for example a respectful <laughs> interview like she had to like pioneer all these things for the girls today like she had to pioneer um, being slandered basically on um, several uh, uh, nightlife shows uh, paparazzi issues and all that like I think we really have to give her the props for introducing a lot of like mental health uh, conversations when it comes to um female entertainers uh, entertainers specifically so yeah this a uh, book was pivotal i think like she literally had no you know well she had filters but she had three ghost writers but overall it was a very effective book in my opinion like literally communicated her story so well her side of the story was so clear really enjoyed it i read the book immediately as it came out and it's just a very good read Uh, so i recommend first of all the book but the most iconic moment from the book in my opinion was um her putting uh justin timberlake on blast well apart from her family of course and her sister specifically but i would say most importantly she literally exposed justin timberlake for the shitty person and we all knew he was but you know we wanted to hear it from her for good old time you know so uh yeah she basically <laughs> put put like you know justin timberlake's ass on blast um i am so here for her speaking up about her issues with the man yeah, especially because back in the days um she was like you know scrutinized so much and she was blamed for a lot of um the breakup and a lot of the issues in their relationship when it comes out like that he was actually quite the shitty man surprise surprise it's always man like mm, for example she, she had to get an, an abortion because justin just simply didn't want to be a father and when he found out about her pregnancy he ba- basically made everything about himself rather than her she was so young i, I don't know it's just crazy um She also uh, exposed him for breaking up with her by text, or him actually cheating on her instead. Like, I think at the time, the news were saying that she cheated on him, and then he did the song Crimea River, and everyone was, uh, like, slut-shaming her. Well, he cheated on her first, so, girl... Terrible. Honestly, like, it it always comes down to, like, man doing shitty things and covering, uh, uh, like, blaming women and all that, so... Terrible. Um... But I'm also bringing this into the mix because the impact of the memoir was so big that to this day, this man is bitter. It's just bitter and I hung up on it. You know, he very recently uh, performed. I think it was a week ago. He performed Crimea River, like fucker. The Crimea River, as I said, is um, about Britney Spears and, her, and their breakup. And he even decided to jump on the mic during the performance when he sang uh, Holy Grail, I think, before jumping in. And he said, no disrespect, and we all just, like, I think he said, like, ain't ain't we all just entertainers? Like, I think this this is how the song goes. Um, But, yeah. But Britney saw the performance, and she jumped on Instagram. She replied by saying, "Um, I never mentioned how I beat him in basketball. And then he would also cry. No disrespect, she said. (laughs) (laughs) Britney, I love you. (laughs) She just ate him up. (laughs) I kind of love that. Um, I just love when Britney is in her messy boots, you know? Period. The girl had to, like, speak up again, you know? She had to let let everyone know that she was not going to go down without a fight, you know? So, yeah. Great moment for the culture. Glad that Britney is finally speaking up. Um, Her dance with the knives is just... (laughs) Just so funny i kept getting it on tiktok and i kept laughing about it because it was just so unhinged thank god she clarified that they were fake knives but it was just <laughs> so funny oh my god britney what a queen um yeah this actually leads me perfectly into the next um spot on the list which is number seven and it's ai because um ai this year has been actually like going full on and no it seems to like to have no actual restraints like it's just incredible like the, and actually quite scary to be fair uh mentioning the connection with britney because for example there's some um speculation that the song that will i am and um supposedly britney put out this year mind your business i think it's called it's actually some some of it is actually uh, generated by AI like the Britney Spears part some of it some of the vocals are actually AI generated so I don't really know how like the legality of it all there like what's the, like what's gonna happen there but I think it was pretty clear that Britney was unhappy with it um, I'm not sure if she's suing what's happening there but crazy Um. yeah so I can I couldn't make a list of the top 10 iconic moments of 2023 without crediting the single most inhuman thing being turned into like, honestly, art. Um, So yeah, thanks to AI tools, we managed to listen to, for example, Toad from Super Mario singing Diamonds by Rihanna, like, duh, like, well overdue, but we're all waiting for that. Uh, but apart from the, from that, we actually got some great AI covers from actual um, singers. Uh, like, for example, my personal favorite was Seven by John Cook, but sung by Taylor Swift. That shit was so good. I won it on Spotify. Incredible. I don't really care for the original song, but I love the Taylor Swift version. Just gives it, like, I don't know. I love when girls have big dick energy, you know? Period. <laughs> But there are so many good ones, like, some so, so many Ariana Grande AI covers that were incredible. Just really good, like, incredible. And apart from, like, uh, songs and all that stuff, like, uh, uh, voice notes or whatever it is, um, AI also gave, like, AI tools also gave us some, like, impeccable memes, in my opinion. Some crazy-ass images, like, um, my personal favorite was... <laughs> Nicki minaj citing the declaration of independence with the founding fathers like incredible he cannot, like already me saying this he could not have like <laughs> have you having shivers of up all up your body like goosebumps right like this just like <laughs> just made made my like whole being shake i cannot believe it when i saw the picture on i think it, i saw it on instagram actually it's just so fucking funny. And we got so many of them. Like, we got so many interesting photos as well. Like, I think the Gag City already talked about it. Gag City was um, a mov- a movement, I would say, created by her fans. Who we're using AI images for the release of her fifth uh, studio album, Pick Friday 2. And apart from that, we also got, I don't know, crazy ass moments. Like, I don't know. Um, I think it was like Timothy Chalamet and. Um, tom tom holland yeah 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 dressing up as a spider-man and having an affair it's just like, crazy shit it was so unhinged i'm sure like all these celebrities are starting to like get into the legality aspects of it all because i cannot imagine these people being okay with all of this happening you know i mean nikki probably i mean nikki used it for promotion as well for her album but i'm sure there are some like Fucked up images around the web with celebrities' faces on them that are not okay. <laughs> so, I w- here's like, the, yeah, this is, I guess, like something that I want to see in 2024. I want to see how it, this, uh, like, overall is going to be unpacked by the celebrities and how they're going to try to defend themselves from all of these things. Like, there are, we literally even have voice notes created by AI with the voices of, like, some um celebrities. Like, we, for example, I don't know, Obama with, um, like, actually, even his face. But anyways, like, put on um Ice Spice's Genius interview saying, uh, "You thought I was fooling you, that baby i munch. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, like, was it um, to like was it to hit wonder? Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Imagine that! Imagine Ice Spice with <laughs> with the face. Like with with Obama's face on her saying all this, sh- and her and his voice saying all this shit. Like, <laughs> who the fuck does that? That's incredible. Like to me, I had to include um this on my list because I cannot, I could not include it. You know, <sighs> oh my god, what a moment, what a moment for the culture. You know. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to number number six. Number six. Now number six is just. Pure drama. It's the Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber reignited beef. So the beef between two, these two girls has been like a historical, like you know, thing. Like if you ask a child these days, they will probably norm- know more about like Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber than I don't know the war, the war of the two roses in in the UK. Like this is the new beef. This is the new war of the two roses. Are you team Selena? Are you team Haley? The fuck. I know, like, some of you may say, how is spitting two women against each other one of the most iconic moments of 2023? Well, girl, pff, if you live for drama, then this was your year to live... Like, this was your year. This was the year for you. And personally, I was so invested in all of the absurd stories coming out at, at the time. Like, I think it was March 2023, something like that. My TikTok were... Like, you cannot tell me this was not, like, everywhere. Like, my TikTok was full of people picking sides and pushing crazy theories and narratives we were all tuned in for a good 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 time this was definitely like a very impactful moment for 2023 in my opinion like the drama was crazy and i'm gonna also get into why i think it's actually that impactful because you might think we all forgot about the drama but oh no girl there's like plenty of um new things coming up um We went, for example, we went from the Jenner Sisters getting involved to Haley allegedly copying tattoos, clothes, products, and even entire sentences. Like, crazy. She was wild. Um, I think at the time most people are actually picking, of course, Lena's side. Um, But I think what's most interesting, actually, is how like, now very recently, because of the Israel and Palestine uh, conflict uh, has involved, actually, many celebrities. Many people have actually flipped their uh, opinion, and they're now, like, you know, having enough, like, they, they had enough with, um, with Selena, specifically, because, uh, she, when she, uh, took to Instagram to address the conflict, she made it somehow about herself, and about her sister, and uh, she didn't know what to do, like, there was nothing that she could do, and people were saying, like, how about you just donate your fucking money, <laughs> like, you have... Oh, uh, isn't she a billionaire now? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure with um, *Rare Beauty*, she got a lot of sh- a shit ton of money. But then, yeah, you know, so she did that. She got backlash, and then she took a <laughs> she took a um 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 social media break. Like this year, the classic phrase for Selena in 2013 was, "I am taking a break from social media, girl." And just she just returns magically after two, just two days. <laughs> on instagram liking and commenting on their people's photos is just so funny like i didn't and you know what's even funnier i know a bitch in my life like a girl in my in my circle or an ex-friend who used to this shit all the time she would she was to say like i don't know taking a social media break and after two seconds she would come back on instagram so i'm afraid that these type of people are actually quite common you know you can actually find them um going around you know (laughs) anyways um yeah so very impactful moment for the culture i would say like um you cannot tell me you were not invested in the shit because you're a liar you're a cheater you're a a misogynist you're crazy you're insane (laughs) yeah um i hope they can just quash the beef and just like I don't know, get photographed together eventually and just, you know, leave Justin Bieber alone. Like, just... I I hope that Hailey breaks up with uh, Justin, and I actually hope Selena breaks up with uh, Benny Blanco, (laughs) because... What? Um, But yeah, just need to, like, leave these two men and just enjoy their single lives. Because she'll be single soon, you know? She'll be single soon. That song tanked, but... I still stream it. I want you to know, Selena, that I'm a fan. I love that song. Um, I still hope you're planning to put out an album. Maybe not so much like a single soon, but I want something like Selena Gomez and the Scenes. You know, like, that music was, like, incredible. Pioneered pop, you know? It was the best thing ever. Um, Yeah. Now... (laughs) Let's get into the top five. Number five, we're in the middle of the list here. <laughs> this one is very, very recent. It definitely has some recency bias. That's why it's like so up in the list. Uh, but it was the most unexpected and unhinged moment of 2023. Raise yourselves what it is. What, like, this is the... <laughs> this this it was so funny. Like, what? I remember just casually logging in on twitter and seeing a flood of tweets about this and i'm of course talking about the sex tape in the senate house in the u.s (laughs) like the full sex tape of these two gay guys in the senate house completely empty senate house they're just sitting there at the table having sex and it was just like "What? what what the what the hell And today say, America is back. America is back to its roots, you know? Like, it's just back to the unhinged America that we all love, you know? Say what you want. The guy, I think the the one or two guys were, um... I think, yeah, one of of them was employed by the Sanity, was a stuffer. And he was unfortunately, um... (laughs) Well, of course, he was fired. But kudos to that. Kind of iconic, um... It was just, like, all the girlies were scrambling. Like, we were having so much fun on Twitter. It was just, like, meme after meme after meme after meme. We're involving Lady Gaga. She's supposedly investigating right now on the scene. (laughs) We're having RuPaul looking for evidence. We're having, um, old gay icons trying to find out if that actually happened or not. But, (laughs) thank God. Thank God for this video. This truly, like, turned, um... Like, it was just like, you know, end of the year, you all thought that uh, we had the last, we had seen the last of, like, you know, the memes for the year, we were already, like, at tail end of the year, nothing good was gonna come out in the end. But no, they surprised us, they gave us this little, like, Christmas treat, thank you so much, December was saved by, by this single video, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's the fire alarm, oh my god, let me, let me stop, <laughs> I'll be back, I'll be back, I'll be back. Ba- I don't know what the hell happened there, but <laughs> we're back. <laughs> that was crazy, crazy. Anyways, right when I was, like, you see, like, it's the FBI, it's the CIA. They're trying to get my ass because I'm talking about the Senate House and gay people. They want to silence gay voices. So, uh, I'm sorry, pretend like number five never existed. But <laughs> they're out here to get me. I'm going to end up like JFK. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to number four before something catastrophic happens again. Number four <laughs> is kind of like a a ghost from the past, I would say, like quite literally. Not only because it it's tied like to the resurgence of a certain um, franchise, but also because the clip specifically is from a very old YouTube video from 2014, and I'm talking, of course, about Josh Josh Atterson, Josh. And the whistle uh, song by Florida. Like, this thing uh, was just like a perfect uh, combination, like a perfect storm, you know? It was due to, like, you know, The Hunger Games resurging because of the, um, the you know, the the, this, the prequel, and then also because Josh Utterson himself was, um, I think it was the main actor, yeah, on uh, five, five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, yeah, so people started, like, you know, going back to the old um memes from when the actual initial trilogy was released and they found this video from 2014 with Josh Hutcherson it was sort of like um not a fan cam but like um one of those like um i guess like the um the, yeah the original thirst traps i guess like the the og before there were thirst traps there were like fun made videos with photos just running pics of um celebrities with like interesting uh songs (laughs) this was whistle it's so funny to see like how in 2014 this was not considered like ironic or funny but like it aged in this in such a way like we're such in a post irony like world that we just like turned it into like something hilarious because it is it's quite cringe like if you think about it but it's actually so funny as well and the reason why it's like a number four as well is just um sort of like kind of personal as well because it impacted my personal life so much because i've been bullied by one of my besties my my besties one of my besties came came after me i kept sending me tiktoks that allegedly seemed harmless at first glance i'm sure you're all aware of like what i'm talking about like if you happened happen to be on TikTok a lot. You would see, especially around, like, you know, November, you would see, um, plenty of this, like, this harmless videos at first, and then they had randomly just, like, a clip of Josh Hutcherson with, uh, the specific clip, yeah, with whistle playing in the back, just come out of nowhere. So, yeah, I was traumatized. I kept on receiving these videos and having trust issues now because... I cannot open a TikTok anymore than my friend send without, like, thinking at least one time, what if it's another Josh Hutcherson video, you know? And it actually, most of the times it is. So, my bestie, I know you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, um, you cannot escape this, um, you cannot escape, like, escape this video back in November, and I think it's still to this day, like, quite prominent, you know? Um, very funny, very, very funny. Um, I have to say, like, I don't really, um, like, I I, I, I do understand, like, the obsession with Josh Hutcherson, Um, I find him quite, like, I find him cute, like, a cute guy, you know, like, a guy you want to protect at all costs, you know, someone who's, like, so pure-hearted, and, like, he's just... There, you know, so cute, <laughs> but slay for him, you know. Um, allegedly, when Spotify wrapped came out, the new Florida, um, a few, the few, the very few Florida top <laughs> listeners I don't want to <laughs> shit on a guy, but they received a special mes- message on Spotify, and it allegedly was that clip. You, Florida used that clip of George Hutcherson as the special message to his fans. So, yeah, the cultural impact was quite, quite big, you know, very, very iconic, very uh, funny. I love the Hunger Games, so I'm very pleased to see jo- my guy Josh uh, Hutcherson back back at it again, back to the uh, back to the Hollywood scene, just you know receiving so much love and support. Period. Yes. Um, now let's move to the top three. We're we're getting to the top three. Um, okay, number three. Number three is an iconic couple from this year like probably the most iconic couple of the year is of course Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. incredible moment you know how to put this somewhere in the list and we cannot deny the impact that like the the full impact that this um couple had on the world in general like this was a global phenomenon like like incredible apart from taylor somehow making america's most famous sport Uh, somehow even more famous like how did that even happen but it was just a blissful i think in my opinion a crazy very positive moment from him making a friendship bracelet to try and shoot his shot to taylor going to uh, the chiefs game multiple times giving us plenty of iconic iconic moments for example the seemingly ranch meme was just so like honestly like it just had such a huge chokehold on the culture because uh, even on businesses like you could I think I remember like so many businesses jump jump uh, like jumped on the turn with train and the seemingly ranch meme Type of hype and started making ads about it. Everyone was talking about it. She was everywhere He was everywhere like he's still there still are like very much talked about every single time They are seen in public. They just make the headlines. It's just incredible and now the fucking police what is going on today? Like <laughs> anyways jail um yeah i think we like even we apart from that we also got like uh, for example on on the tour the karma is the guy on the chiefs uh line it was just so funny like iconic them kissing in like at the backstage giving us uh, the first pda proper pda um just so funny you name it like everything related to them just became iconic and just you know generate a lot of chatter and a lot of engagement. We also got some of my favorite looks at the um, Chiefs games. Like, it's so good. One of them, specifically, I'm I'm referring to the... this, like, full black look that she had um, when she went with uh, Sabrina Carpenter and some other friends. She, uh, yeah, she was wearing this all-black outfit and a black, smoky eye. The, the makeup was so good. Like, she was... I was completely gagged. Like, the makeup was... Um, so good it, make, it made her look like um like a disney villain like e- purely evil but like evil in a good way like the kind of villain that you want to root for you know like she was having to look so good the police is still back oh they want to kill me <laughs> they want to kill a bitch they want to see me succeed why um but yeah <laughs> so much content given uh uh by tavis tavis is in the, the ship so period actually my favorite moment overall of the two of them is that picture uh in his car when they were leaving his first that like the first game she was seen at they were both in his car um against the sunset and it's still burned in my brain you know like it's still there it's still uh you know engraved in my frontal uh, lobe. I don't think I've been that obsessed with one of her relationships since Taylor, actually. Yeah. Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. Like, that was 2014. So, long, 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 long ago. Like, so just pure greatness. He's, he, like, he's probably the sole proof that you can achieve anything if you manifest it. Like, that, um, you know, the friend- friendship bracelet thing, the stunt he made was just so funny. Like, so cute. And they also say, like, it's one of her best boyfriends. Like... Especially being the follow-up to Joe Alwyn that the like devilish man and also the rat um, the rat Maddie Healy like God, we prayed for days like this. an employed man who doesn't look like a rat and is just a uh, just like simply a hunky dude with zero brain cells, but who does the right thing, which is letting her be bejeweled you know we're not asking for much we're just asking for like a supportive man, you know Anyways, yeah, um, now it's time for the top two spots. Now, I want to preface this by saying that these two moments I have chosen with a very clear thought process in my mind. The number two is the event that, in my opinion, had the biggest impact globally, like, on the general uh, culture, like, overall, out of all, out, out of everything, like, a true global phenomenon, um... And the number one inside is the moment that I had the most impact on myself personally. Like, my personal favorite, my personal overall like, most impactful. The thing that I quote to this day is just, like, it's, it stuck with me and it's probably going to be with me in 2024 as well. But, yeah, this is the thought process. Why I put one in number, uh, number two and the other one at number one. So, number two is, of course, Barbenheimer. Like, Barbie and um, Oppenheimer, the face off the two sides of a coin it's just but probably i would say like it's the most um memorable moment memorable moment from this year like it's just so good um barbie and Oppenheimer. i think it was just like um also an incredible and unexpected time for the movie industry because i don't think truly i well i think even now as as of now even today Hollywood is really struggling to find, um, to revitalize the movie theater experience. Like, truthfully, we didn't have a big movie theater experience since, uh, like, the good Marvel movies, like the Avengers movies or the Spider-Man movie. Uh, So, yeah, it was so rare, so unexpected. Like, Hollywood is still, I think, even after Barbara Nymer, is still pretty much struggling, but Barbara Nymer was a moment like, you know, out of the blue that came out of nowhere. Um great counter programming uh marketing in that sense because they're pretty much two very opposite movies, two blockbustery movies, but two very opposite um movies in terms of like cinematography and message and purpose of the movie and just everything. And they're um like impact was so strong, like they permeated the culture so well that even, like now, the like, Barbenheimer is a moment that we quote whenever we want to talk about to like ju- juxtapose I guess like two completely different moods that you may have or like, you know, a rotation that you do from going to like a very sparkly, um, happy, you know, outlook to a very like you know dark grim reality or like just simply in fashion as well um just two different completely different looks like alternating black and a, the black and a pink black pink but yeah it was just like it permeated the culture so well it was just like a good ju- juxtaposition of like two different moods um it was just like incredible i think my personal like the, the moment when i truly realized how big of a moment it was was when I was just, around the time of the movie, when the movie came, when the two movies were coming out, specifically Barbie, you would see people around wearing pink a lot, whether consciously or unconsciously, because it, like, just, the the marketing for the movie was just incredible, like, everyone was just, like, adopting the pink color as just something incredible, you know? I never truly saw, like, uh, I've never seen, like, um a moment, like, this big in culture, like, in pop culture in a long time, so, yeah, as I said, like, even in my, some of my previous uh, podcast episodes, like, it's so difficult to have so many people tuned in on the same thing, and they truly managed to, like, do that, like, Barbie and I was the shit, you know, and it was also one of the, like, the main reasons why it was such a, like, female-centric year overall, because Barbie was towering, you know, and then we had Taylor, We had Beyonce, we had a lot of women in this, like, list that I also made. It's just incredible, like, truly a moment to celebrate in the the cinema world, but also in general, like, in our culture. So, yeah, just a great, great um, source of entertainment. And so many memes also came out of it. We still, as I said, like, to this day, reference Barbenheimer whenever we want to talk about um, two things that are completely the opposite, but are enjoyed at the same time, you know, like, you can enjoy them at the same time together, you know, and I think even, for example, um, I think when F- Five, Night of Fre- Five Nights at Freddy's and Paul Patrol actually came out, they tried to, like, market the two movies, because they came out the same day, same day or same time as the new Barbenheimer. of course, it didn't go the same way of, like, who the fuck wants to watch Paul Patrol, you know what I mean, but, you know, the impact was so big, um, yeah, kudos to barbenheimer like literally changed the game changed the world and truly gave us something that hopefully can be replicated in 2024 so yeah i'm hoping that in 2024 we get at least another big big moment for um for everyone like a global moment like this because it was just like a such a nice moment to live in because everyone was tuning on the same frequency we were all talking about the same thing we were all excited about one single thing. It was quite, um, quite entertaining, and I truly enjoyed going to the movie for the full experience of it all. I never had like this uh, big experience. To be fair, like even with the Avengers movies, it was more for the movie itself. But this turned the experience as a full like commitment. You had to like you had to dress up, do a full thing, and I think Tenors Rift with their errors movie sort of like reimagined this as well, like, it it was a version for the music, like, for the concert movies as well, like, it was a similar impact, like, it was a moment that you had to experience That you had to, like, you know, go there fully dressed, and all that, and I think people should look at these examples to maybe try and revitalize the movies, uh, the movie industry moving forward, like, you know, it's such a great example of what you should do correctly to, you know, engage the, the masses again, you know, try and at least piqued their interest in some way or another make make it make it seem like it's worth it you know because it is <laughs> it was a, a great cinematic experience but anyways let's move on to the last one top one number one m- moment of the year in my opinion let me introduce it this way imagine this a choir of women heads shaking eyes blinking, but still able to pierce your soul lips quivering only able to utter two single words well yes (laughs) and then there was light and then there was uh god you know (laughs) i'm talking of course about the will yes meme i personally quote this thing way too much it's just my favorite thing on the web it's just so funny specifically the the, the the video of um the four iconic women say thank you to Alex Kansani, thank you to Tokyo Tony, thank you Lady Gaga, thank you Samantha Jones. Y'all gave us the the funniest lingo of twenty twenty three. It is the lingo of twenty twenty three. It is the word the well the, the phrase, the catchphrase of 2023 in my opinion. Well yes, well yes just very, very funny. Seemingly graceful, but actually so fucking stupid because it doesn't make any fucking sense And people use it in the wrong way And it's just so funny even funnier, honestly Um, but yeah, it was truly like the The funniest thing ever my my besties my friends know that I say well yes all the fucking time I'm I'm obsessed with it. It wouldn't come as a shocker Uh, It's just so funny Uh, a moment that I truly cherish from uh, this year just so funny um Partly also linked of course to Alex Contani. Alex Contani is just the personality of the year in my opinion. Like the best. She gave us a new she pioneered a new influencer, like a new content creator vibe. Like she's a full uh, full time of duty. No, well she's not off duty. Like I think that's that's her job. Like she's a full time um model. And she's a T S, hanging out with a VS, the backside of a VS. She's just so good. Um but when she takes to... Like, even if you look at her, her Instagram, is so, like, very mysterious. She posts, like, very art- ar- artsy photos of herself and her friends. It's just so cool. But then when you go to TikTok, <laughs> that's where her real personality comes through. She, like, um, posts some of the funniest uh, TikToks I've ever seen. A lot of backstage of these high-end fashion shows. But she makes them so fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, just a great girl, a great, great girl, she is, um, some people may say she's Jules from Euphoria, she's the big Jules from Euphoria, because she's taller than, um, Hunter Schaefer, but they look so, well, they don't look exactly alike, but they look similar in that sense, I guess, um, I don't know, it's just so funny, and I wish her the best, you know, I wish her a great 2024, a year of success even more success for her because she deserves it she's so funny um yeah so thank you for i think, giving us this amazing moment for the culture well yes <laughs> we've come to the conclusion of this uh, uh video this video what am i like what am i saying i'm saying bullshit i'm spitting bullshit um of this podcast episode thank you for um this incredible well I said it at the podcast, like, literally a month ago, but thank you for, um, already supporting the podcast, I'm so happy that I decided to do this, um, very happy of, uh, of, of for the support and the engagement, and very happy of what I'm doing, it's just, like, a creative outlet that I have, it's just so funny, I love having this little, like, side project, it's just so, like, effortless for me, it's just something I like to do, it just, like, lets out my creative juices, you know, so yeah i'm gonna end this one by wishing y'all the happiest holidays the best christmas the best new year go celebrate go have fun go get blackout drunk and please stay safe and just a big um hug and a big kiss to your families slay keep on slaying and slay those bells you know slay those motherfucking bells girls Bye, see you in the new year.